Big screen, little screen. It's another week of big screen, little screen. Myself, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter Lowry. It's where we talk about everything good on the big screen, the little screen, and everything else in between. Whether you are listening on Rinse FM or you are listening on the digital streaming platforms, we do this, man. How you doing, Lowry? I'm doing fine in the building. It's Thursday, man. You know what I was thinking? What was your thinking, man? Talk, talk it, man. Speak. It's probably quite an obvious statement, but hip hop, man. What an amazing genre of music. Did you catch the Super Bowl halftime show? Of course. You know, it wasn't planned as well. Like, because I've actually gone through a little bit of a last few days watching a lot of American sport. First, I watched like a few NBA games. Then I watched obviously the NFL Super Bowl thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in for NBA. I think I'm going to make a bit of an effort. And NFL, I'm not really, it's not my thing still. But a halftime yeah. show, epic. Yeah, that, I mean... I need that Up and Smoke tour 2022, 2023, man. I saw 50 Cent post something. If you're unaware as well, if you don't know about NFL, you don't know about the Halftime Super Bowl show, it was Dr. Dre curating a massive show featuring himself, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. Sorry, I should say it the other way around. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, Anderson Pack. Madness. Did I miss anybody? Uh, That was everybody, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and obviously yeah, there was a little bit where they flirted that maybe Tupac was going to come in. People thought the hologram yeah, was going to happen, but yeah, that I'm I'm kind of glad because like I, I think that they did a Tupac hologram years ago. Is it at Coachella or somewhere like that? Mm-hmm. And I think that should just be like a one time, don't do it again type of thing, man. Because yeah, but yeah, mm. legendary legendary performance and. It's good to see Kendrick back out. I'm I'm looking forward. to I his didn't new say album. Kendrick. That's who I miss. Kendrick ah, as well. Yeah. Yeah, Kendrick. We gonna be all right. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I hope if if the rumours about an Up and Smoke tour, psh, take my money, man. Like, mm. that would be an epic, epic tour. It'd be an expensive um, one. So what are you saying? You buzzing off of Valentine's or you like Valentine's hangover? Bro, I had a good Valentine's as well, man. Me and yeah. the wife went out for, for a nice little like, date a night. With a cat grin. Of course, of course bro. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good night. Nice date night. What about yourself? Did yours go right? It was lovely. Shouts to all mm. those who definitely know about Snow Allegra. I watched her on a Bristol Legoverse show. That was very good. And yeah, we stayed in a hotel and we went restaurant. I feel like that was pretty standard. You went restaurant as well, right? Yeah, man. Nice, nice meal. Nice little lobster and thing. So um, it was nice, man. I can't complain. Big up all of those in love and relationships because that's what we're talking about. But we're not talking about love and relationships today. We're here to talk about everything good on the big screen, little screen, everything else in between. What have we got on the menu today, Lowry? We have a big show today. I'm excited to talk about these releases. And we have one for the big screen and three for the little screen. Where are we taking it first, Lowry? We are taking it to the big screen. And just before we get into our discussion, here's a little snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. Hey, kid. A little young for a bartender, aren't you? A little old for prom, aren't you? Everything in here. Why the map? It's the biggest treasure that's never been found. Five billion easy. But it's just a story. I beg to differ. Five hundred years ago, my family found the world's biggest fortune, then was betrayed. People have been searching for it all in vain. Both of you turn your keys clockwise at the same time. Ah! Thanks a lot. You almost got me killed. Clockwise, Sully? Well, it was 50-50, so I made a guess. Clearly. But the 
foliage was not just about gold. It was something much more valuable. This cross has a very tragic history. So much blood. I'm pretty sure he just threatened to kill me. Oh, this is gonna suck! Don't get caught. You were just gonna leave me back there. Somebody had to get the cross. Big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Maker, Movie Report, Alari, Big Screen, Little Screen, whether you are listening on Rinse FM or you are listening on the digital streaming platforms, what did they just hear the trailer for, Lowry? So, SK, we just heard the trailer for Uncharted. This is an American adventure movie based on the video game series of the same name, directed by Ruben Fleischer and starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. I'm not going to lie, I've never played Uncharted. I've always heard people talking about Uncharted a lot. I feel like I might dip into it one day. The man of the moment, Tom Holland, the film is an absolute, obviously after the absolute humongous Spider-Man No Way Home, people are saying this is a new Indiana Jones. What's the Ooh. prognosis, Lowry? Ooh. So I'll, I'll discuss the plot. So basically we follow Nathan Drake, who's played by Tom Holland, and his partner Sully, played by Mark Wahlberg, and they go on a journey to claim a lost fortune of gold. And this was released last week, but we couldn't speak about it because of the embargo. And I'm not going to lie, I feel like things that people know about in this like industry is when there's an embargo, which is you can't speak about it before the day of release, sometimes you're scared. Like the, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. These things yeah. are put in place for you to not smash it and give it negative reviews before it comes out. Like If you're very confident about it, there won't be... I mean, if the PR company or the, the production company or whoever's involved are confident about it, they won't put on such an embargo. But when there's mm. an embargo, then maybe you're like sort of thinking <laughs> it that it's not going to be a good one. And I feel like both me and Lowry was thinking this. Is this, is this going to be a, a madness? So... As I've mentioned, this is based off the video game of the same name, similar to Tomb Raider. And I love Uncharted. I've played all four of them. And like you said, with all things that you're a fan of, video game movies don't tend to do well. There's a kind of a, a hesit hesitancy to <laughs> watching these movies. The things I liked, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, I felt he captured the personality of the character really well. There are loads of references to some of the iconic video game set pieces, which I enjoyed watching come to life on the big screen. And I loved the blend of video game feel and movie. I like the fact that it wasn't too true to life and it still kept feeling as if I was playing this on the PlayStation. Things I didn't like, Mark Wahlberg as Sully. I think they could have casted someone different. The villains needed to be written better and the puzzles. So the video game is known for having puzzles that are you know, well thought out and it takes you a little while to solve and you get to the next level. And in this movie, the puzzles were weak. So um, it was, yeah, those are my negative critiques of the film. But for a video game movie, I'm not mad at this one. I'm not mad at this one. It's not on the levels of like Sonic and the Pokemon film that I really enjoyed, but it's not terrible like your Mortal Kombat <laughs> where you've Ooh. only got two, where you've only got two set pieces that are amazing and just everything in between wasn't great. So my score for this film is three out of five. See, anything, Lowry, we could go down a whole wormhole of talking about movie, um, video game conversions to films. Because you mentioned some of them there. Mortal Kombat wasn't great. There's been Super Mario Brothers. There's been Resident Evil. Um, what else has there been? There's been obviously Tomb Raider, which is mentioned. And I think we're both in agreement of like Sonic being probably the best. Yeah, we said it. Probably be the best 
video game conversion to the big screen. I don't know how I feel about the Pokemon one, but Sonic the Hedgehog and part two is coming out later on in the year. I feel like this debate shall continue about the best video game conversion to the big screen. You know what I'm saying? Uncharted is out now in cinemas. It's a 12-way. Go and watch it. SK Vibe Maker Movie Report Lowry. Big screen, little screen. Where are we taking it next, Lowry? We are taking it to the little screen. And just before we get into our discussion about this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. So Harlow is a ghost town. We have a vision for this place. All it needs is young blood. I don't want to live here. This is a chance for people to start fresh somewhere. Somewhere safe. Hey guys, you should see this. What are you doing in our house? You really shouldn't be here. This is hardesty. Sally? I'm afraid your old friend's back. Fifty years I've been waiting for this night. Just to see him again. Who? Leatherface. Big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Maker, Move Report Alari. Move Report Alari, SK Vibe Maker, big screen, little screen. We're talking up all the good things on a big screen, a little screen, everything else in between. You just heard a trailer, and Lowry's going to give you the lowdown. So, we just heard the trailer for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is a Netflix original movie directed by David Blue Garcia, starring Sarah Yarkin, Lise Fisher, and Mark Burnham. Is this one a remake? Is it our origins? Is it reimagined? So, this is. The ninth instalment in the franchise. Ninth! <laughs> yeah. And it will ignore all previous prequels, sequels, reboots, and become a direct sequel to the original 1974 movie. Oh, this is a mess when they start doing things like this, man. <laughs> this is a mess. So, this ain't sounding good, Larry. So the plot for this one is set almost 50 years from the original movie, and it follows a group of young adults who arrive in Harlow, Texas, and they want to start a new exciting business venture. But in doing so, they disturb the big man downstairs, who's known as Leatherface. Shouts to all those who are fans of Big Pun and know about Big Pun's track Leatherface, because it's a good song. But I don't want to digress too much. What's your general prognosis about this film, Larry, or what people should expect? So we've seen this done before in this franchise. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. <laughs> I can't remember what year it came out, but that was starring Trey Songs. And uh, this was meant to be a sequel to the 1974 film, ignoring all previous films apart from the original. And yeah, that one didn't turn out great. So for this one... I don't know, man. Like this franchise seems to find it hard to build upon the foundation that was laid from the original movie because the original 
it, it was groundbreaking for when it came out. And in that slasher horror element, similar to like the first Scream film, it kind of took it to a new level. So hopefully this new 2022 sequel <laughs> with all the previous eight movies that they've learned from, hopefully they'll be able to do this series some justice. Hmm. Let's see if a newer generation of horror and slasher fans are going to be interested in this one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is out the 18th of February via Netflix and it's at 18. Big screen, little screen. Where are we taking it next, Lowry? We are keeping it on the little screen and just before we get into our discussion, here's a little snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. Hey Kaya, how would you uh, describe your album? Man, I feel like it's a breath of fresh air. Then we got my man Kaye. Tracks, man, man, hold on. Well, I first put the camera on this up and come a producer back in 98. Southtown made it down here, boy. I knew he was destined for greatness. This is Cootie right here. He shot all the footage. The goal was to see how far his dreams would take him. But I had no idea what life would take us next. Let me explain my side of it, though. He gonna be one of the greats. Trust me, the next great. Screaming, Jesus, it felt like the bigger Kanye got, the farther we grew apart. But there was more to Kanye's story that I needed to tell. I'm interested in why you believe all of this has happened. I just think it was in God's plan. Big screen, little screen. Wowza. Really anticipated, man. Oh, I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about this one, Lowry. SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter, Lowry. Big screen, little screen. Whether you are listening via Rinse FM or you are listening on the digital streaming platforms, it's all good. Lowry is about to give you the breakdown. Hopefully, he doesn't talk in a high-pitched voice. Hopefully, he can keep himself sane. He looks like <laughs> he's sweating and anticipating and talking about this one. Let's get down to it, man. We just heard the trailer for Genius, which is a documentary about Kanye West. I am limelight, blueprint five mics, gold getters rhyme tight, should have been signed twice, most imitated, Grammy nominated, hotel accommodated, cheerleader prom dated. Ooh, I was going to hey. try but I couldn't catch it though. But yeah, Larry's <laughs> got the bars, just in case you thought that like, man was always a movie reporter. Nah, hey. back in the day, Larry was a rapper. Yo. Sign me. <laughs> Def Jam, I'm here. <laughs> so, like, I mean, come on, man. A lot of us have been anticipating this one, man. Yeah. Netflix, apparently, they signed this up back in 2021 for $30 million. It's made from footage from um, ex-comedian Cootie, who's been filming Kanye West over the last two decades. And we really get to see a real insight into, into Kanye. What, what would you say about it, Lowry? Well, on your show last week, you mentioned, was it the 18th anniversary of uh, College Dropout? Yeah. And man, what an album. And watching this documentary, like the first thing I noticed it of how honest it was, like it wasn't Kanye just saying, yo, I'm Kanye. I want you to make a documentary about me. Like <laughs> this is a genuine act from Cootie and Chike as well, who's also worked with Cootie and seeing something in a young Kanye West and deciding to drop everything that they're doing and just document 
his life, basically everything. And with that, you can feel that every essence of this documentary was done out of love. Um, it's a trilogy. So the first part follows a young Kanye in his attempt to get signed with all the trials and tribulations he went through. And there was some stuff that I learned, you know, the Chicago movement in the late 90s, Rockefeller Records, how everyone used Kanye for his beats only and didn't take him seriously as a rapper. Now, we've heard this in many of his songs, most prominently on College Dropout, but seeing it visually, it, it gives you a whole different feeling. I mean, it's amazing, man. Like even Kanye says in the, the first episode of the documentary that it's kind of like a little bit narcissistic him doing a documentary because this is literally from the beginning when Kanye was just like a regular guy. You see him driving around in some, I don't even know what that vehicle is, but like, <laughs> you, you see Kanye driving around, man. I mean, the, the first episode starts with them kind of talking about him running for president in 2020 and... Yeah. I feel like some very important parts of the documentary were when you saw him run up in the Rockefeller building and he was rapping to all of the assistants and you could see that none of them were really paying attention. This is really when he was trying to get his deal with Rockefeller. He flirted with Raucous Records as well. He flirted with Capitol Records and he eventually got his deal with Rockefeller, which obviously, you know, Dame Dash, Jay-Z. And you could see the struggles that he went through, man. There was a lot of pars going on. There was a time when... Um, I think his um, assistant, who was his cousin that was looking after him at the time, um, he had a meeting with him and he said, DMX wants some of your beats. But he was saying that DMX wanted to come and rap to him because maybe DMX didn't want to pay for the beats. But then Kanye <laughs> yeah. said, how does that make sense, man? He said, impossible, impossible. That's <laughs> like me going into a TV store and saying, I watch TV the best. But like, I'm trying to sell TVs. So how does that happen when it comes to like, in so many words, him saying, I'm trying to sell beats. Yeah, man, they they were just, they were powering him off, man. No one took him seriously. And um, yeah, and in the other parts to come, it's going to follow his music career, fashion, the unfortunate death of his mother, Donda West, uh, and his unsuccessful 2020 <laughs> president cam campaign, mm. which will be an interesting to watch. But yeah, from this first part, you can you get a lot of context as to why Kanye is the way he is today. And this isn't to excuse behavior and comments made that he's made in the media. But I think anyone who's looking for a, a true underdog story, like this is one to watch. And the moments that you see him spending time with his mum as well, which yeah, is, um, there's a lot of it in the first episode as well. And sadly, she passed away in 2007. But you could see that, you know, his mum was an English teacher. She really encouraged him. She, she was really supportive. She, 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 she was like a lyricist herself. She had like, like a lot of gems. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so man. I feel like she was a very pivotal part in Kanye's, you know, beginning parts of his career, man. So this documentary is out now. The first episode on Netflix is 12A. It's called Genius. But make sure you spell it right. Can you spell it, Lowry? Was it J-E-E-N-Y-U-H-S? He says it while he's reading from the prompt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they spot it in a very interesting way man but this is a great watch man two more episodes to follow as well so you know keep your eyes on netflix big screen little screen sk vibe make a movie report Lowry. where are we taking it next we are taking it to the little screen this is the last one for this week and before we get onto a discussion here's our snippet from the trailer big screen little screen find yourself here it's because you chose to come back hello 
My name is Mark S. And I have, of my own free accord, elected to undergo the procedure known as severance. I give consent to sever my memories between my work life and my personal life. I acknowledge that once the procedure is complete, I will be unable to access my personal memories whilst on the severed floor. Say gratitude. Nor will I retain work memories. Hey. Sorry. When I return home at the end of the day. I make these statements freely. Hi, kids. What's for dinner? We warned you. About the greeting? You were kidding. We hate it. How many reasons did we come up with? Eight. Good morning. Hi, Mr. Milchek. Mark, could I have a word? Petey is no longer with this company. I'm sorry, Mark. You guys are one of my favorite office friendships. What happened? We'd love to tell you, but unfortunately, non-disclosure policy forbids. I confer upon you the advanced role of department chief. Congratulations. A handshake is available upon request. Thank you, may I have a handshake? Big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Maker, Movie Report, Lowry. It's big screen, little screen. It's where we talk about everything good on your big screen. That's the movie screens. Your little screen, that's the TV screens. And everything else in between. Yeah, it rhymes. The everything else in between could be like, you know, your tablets, your laptop, your phone, all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? We just heard a very interesting trailer. This one is very interesting. Give them the lowdown, Larry. So we just heard the trailer for Severance, which is a Apple TV Plus exclusive series created by Dan Erickson and directed by Ben Stiller and Ethan McArdle. Mm, now, do Apple TV have another one? I'm asking this and I feel like I already know Larry's answer. This looks very, very interesting, Larry. And of course, you wouldn't be a movie reporter if you couldn't give us the exclusives. I'm maybe a bit envious. I feel like a few people are going to be envious because Larry's seen the whole thing. The whole <laughs> thing. And it's being released on Apple TV in like weeklies. So you've got to wait like, I think like, what is it? Eight to ten episodes? You're going to yeah, have to wait episodes. quite a few weeks to watch the whole thing. <laughs> Larry's seen the whole thing. He just watched it all in one afternoon. <laughs> Shout out to Apple for the, uh, the early screeners. Uh, it definitely helps with review and stuff. Um, but before I get into what I think about it, I'll just give context to the plot and who's in it. So this stars Zach Cherry, Patricia Arquette and Christopher Walken. I haven't seen him in a little while. And it's all about a company called Lumen Industries who have this program called Severance. And it's used to separate the non-work memories from their employee memories. And when a mysterious colleague appears outside of work, it begins a journey to discover the truth about what they're actually doing <laughs> at their jobs. This one is definitely going to be one that you have to pay attention to. This is going to be one that's possibly going to mess with your mind. A handshake is available on request. What kind <laughs> of TV series or film do you watch when someone says to you, a handshake will be available on request? I feel like there's a lot of this that seems very futuristic. People are going to watch this and think, is this something that could possibly happen in the future? It had me kind of, like, I haven't seen this. It had me kind of thinking a little bit about 
Total Recall. Big up those who have watched Total Recall. Big film. You know, starring Th- Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I'm saying? It's a very original storyline and you've got to love an original storyline. You don't want to watch things. I've just got the same recycled, regurgitated storylines all the time. No, I'm saying, I agree. Larry. I agree. And you mentioned the whole futuristic feeling. It, the only way to describe it is like an alternate reality feel. So it's modern, but at the same time, it's not. And this adds to the eeriness and makes you feel unsettled whilst watching. Once you start to understand what's happening, the tension in each episode is crazy and it's right up until the last episode. As you've already mentioned, this has to be one of the most unique plots I have watched in a long, long, long time. And I think that everyone who works or you know who's looking for jobs and anyone who's just looking to get <laughs> into work will be able to relate relate to this series in some shape or form in life. I feel like you kind of explained it before, but like, I just want to reiterate that it's like, the plot is that when you go to work, you have a like lifestyle there and then your mind is erased and you don't know what you've done at work and you yeah. don't know what you've done at home. So when you're at home, you've got a lifestyle and you yeah. don't know what you've done at work. And then when you go to work, you've got a lifestyle and you don't know what. So you've got a split personality. Exactly that. And that is what is so unsettling whilst watching <laughs> this series. Like there are bleak moments, but there's also an amazing blend of satire set pieces that help lift the series and not make it uh, an extremely heavy watch. Is it dark? It's dark, isn't it? Yeah, there's some dark moments in there. Dark moments, but it's mainly a thriller. So it keeps you on edge. Like there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of uh, anxiousness around, oh crap, what's going to happen in the next episode? Um, as I said, it's an onion layer series. I love that <laughs> analogy. Similar to Ozark, each episode unravels between a 45 minute to an hour long episode with great acting and dialogue. So this is something that you have to pay attention to on screen. It's not a be on your phone whilst watching it type series. Like this is something that you do have to pay attention to. But I won't say nothing else because I want our listeners to watch this show with no spoilers. And as you know, we don't, we don't do spoilers, do, man. That's no for spoilers. scoundrels. I feel like that should be a catchphrase. Spoilers are for scoundrels. But <laughs> this show is an elite piece of TV. Like from episode one to episode nine, I loved every single thing about it. There's probably like one and a half episodes where it's kind of filler, but you always, you got to have these filler episodes in, in your series. But all the way through, it kept me engaged. The ending's crazy. And yeah, man, I think anyone who has Apple TV Plus, this is definitely a must watch. If you're someone who's looking for a new thing to completely watch and you haven't got Apple TV, if you've got an iPhone, I think you can get like a month free or something like that. But definitely I'd recommend getting a subscription for this series. Overall, it's a four out of five for me. Jeez, that's what we talk yeah. about. Severance out the 18th of February via Apple TV. And you're going to get to watch the first two episodes on February the 18th. I like that, man. I like that. Mm. Another episode of Big Screen, Little Screen, SK Vibe Maker, Move Report, Lowry. We are going to be back next week. Where can they find you in the meantime, Lowry? You can find me on my social media handle, which is at everything Lowry. Lowry spelled L-O-W-E-R-Y. YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all on there. And of course, you can find me www.skvimaker.co.uk and at skvimaker on all socials. It's easy. Oh, yeah. I'll see you next week, Larry. Take care, bro. See you next week. Big screen, little screen.